0: to the Goalie Hacks podcast, the show dedicated to providing elite tips, hacks, and strategies to take your game to the next level, where we help you become an elite goaltender, one hack at a time. And now, here's your host, Mike Santaguida.
1: All right, bang, bang. Welcome back, hackers. Welcome back to the show. And I hope everyone is doing great this week and hope you all enjoyed your weekend as always. Uh, But it does seem some people are continuing to play some hockey you know, despite COVID setbacks. So, uh, you know, if you're out there and you haven't been on in a while, you know, just keep grinding, man. Keep throwing on the pod, you know, the podcast. Keep your mind and your head in the right environment to be successful. And, uh, you know, don't let yourself go cold and get away from that game too much for too long. You know, I've I really like like even for me with the podcast, um, you know, with any other ideas, uh, with goaltending, if I wanna, you know, really, really put my head, my mind in a good space for goaltending, I'm gonna go listen to goalie podcasts like all day. If I wanna put my mind in a good space for business, I'm gonna go listen to business podcasts. So if if you're you know, if if you're kinda off the ice right now really kind of cling to this podcast, you know, because you're you're hearing me talk, you're hearing all these great guests we come on talk, you're constantly thinking about the game even though when you're away from the rink, right? And so the podcast is a really, really good way to just constantly put you in a good headspace of, of um, you know, staying in it, right? Staying in it, continuing to think about the game because I'll tell you right now, guys, you know, I just said don't let yourself go cold for too long you know, some guys might be going kind of easy right now, letting off the gas because COVID and they're like, oh, we're mailing it in because there's no season, stuff like that. You got to be thinking about your development, right? You know, from a development standpoint, this year is is, is detrimental to, to everybody's development, you know, just, just without having games or anything. So if you're also not being proactive at home and not doing anything to kind of stay in or continue with your development – Um, it's going to be kind of tough when you get back into things, you're not going to realize it till you get back that those cues that you've developed, those triggers that you develop, they're just a little weaker or they're gone or they disappear. They don't execute in the right moment. And a lot of you don't realize that now. And obviously I've been playing the game for a long time. So I kind of, I've been away from it. I've come back to it. I've been away from it, come back to it. You know, you kind of understand that that's a part of the process that goaltending is one of those things that you can't let go, right? You can't let it go. You know, even for me, like, I'll play over the weekend and then we'll have like, you know, we'll have Saturday or sorry, excuse me, Sunday, Monday off. Sometimes we'll have Saturday off and then Tuesday, by the time I get back, I get back to the ice, I'm like rusty. You know, it doesn't take very long to get rusty. So be diligent, stay committed, whether you're on or off the ice right now, right? Stay strong. And and we're only a couple months um, away from, from getting through the worst of this. So just, just really make a commitment to yourself, guys. This isn't for me. This is, this is true sound advice from from playing for a long time. That you really, really need to keep yourself in in that headspace at the very least, um, if you're not going to be on the ice. And then do as much as you can physically off the ice to to kind of stay in it too. Okay. Uh, but today on the show, you know, we have an awesome guest, an ex-NHLer and, and longtime NHL veteran. Eddie Lack coming on to chat about some goalie development, and Eddie's just an amazing guy with a great attitude. Um, provided a ton of insight into his road to the NHL. You know some of the biggest lessons along the way he learned that that helped him become an NHL goaltender and thrive in the NHL. And he breaks down exactly what separates the great NHL goalies from goalies who you know have a hard time breaking into the league and sticking. And uh, you know it was just a blast having Eddie on tons of great knowledge in the convo always love having these nhl guys come on and just provide a ton of clarity and i know you guys are going to like it too so make sure to stick around all the way to the end of the episode and quick shout out to my inner circle members my patrons the lifeblood of goalie hacks and everything we do here can't thank you enough for your support guys and if you're interested in catapulting your development or, or just working a lot closer with me Um, or or improving your consistency, you know, your performance, and and ultimately your results on and off the ice, both on the playing and recruiting side of the game, well, then join our 20-plus Goalie Hacks Inner Circle Mentorship Program members where you'll get tons of extra perks, including private app access, where you get uh, access... uh, uh, Priority access to communicate with me. So my DMs, guys, I apologize for everybody who, who's uh, waiting on me. It's it's become a lot communicating with everybody. I, I eventually will get around to it. But if you want priority communication access, then join my mentorship program. Those guys take priority. I make sure to answer them first. Uh, but you also get private group chat access where you can hang out and talk, you know, hockey, talk gear. We, we talk about games, uh, goalies in the NHL um you know different safe selections when to use it stuff like that and we just kind of chill with other like-minded individuals and talk hockey and it's it's a great time um, but you also get access to our monthly private mentorship zoom sessions video review and analysis 1v1 full calls where we cater and develop a, a program specifically for you that fits your identity and lastly private on and off ice sessions available to greater toronto area locals only because that's where i'm located right now so just tons of extra perks you guys get in return for becoming a member um, we're adding value on a daily basis, and the experience has been amazing so far, uh, you know, uh, for me, but with everybody in the group as well. So if you're interested in learning more you know, about all the different tiers and perks that we offer or, or looking to get started today, even, um, then just head to patreoncom goaliehacks, And the link is also included in the episode description where you can access the site there as well to get the full details and how to get started. Today and lastly, shout out to our other main sponsor, Narrow Tracker, and we have over twenty-five goalies on the software now, and the feedback so far has been awesome. Kids are saying it's, it's helped dramatically with reaction speed, peripheral tracking, tracking multiple objects, and just smoothing and improving your overall tracking ability in general. And with over 65-plus clinical case studies done on this product, the NTX is the most scientifically proven, high-performance neurovisual training tool on the market right now, proven to help elevate your game and increase your performance on the ice. And if you're interested in getting an edge where most people aren't looking right now, to elevate your game, then just head to the link in the episode description to get an exclusive discount and get full details on the software and what it can do for you and how to get started today. And on another note, we also do a monthly giveaway and we're going to be announcing that sometime this week. We're giving away a bunch of Neurotracker subscriptions and all the details on how to enter into that monthly giveaway for the show that we do every month, no matter what we do it Right? So if you enter and you don't win, you get entered into the next month. So um, all the details will be found at the end of the episode, so make sure to tune uh, all the way to the end to get the full details on how to enter our monthly giveaway. But without further ado, let's jump into this week's conversation. I know you're going to love the chat. Eddie and I had today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Goalie Hacks podcast. I'm very excited today to be joined by a longtime NHL veteran with over 400 professional games played, Eddie Lack. And Eddie was born and grew up and played minor hockey and pro hockey in Sweden, where he won several league awards and medals, also representing his country on a number of occasions, playing for the World Junior Team as well, before deciding to make his way overseas to the American Hockey League with the Manitoba Moose. Since then, Eddie has played over 140-plus AHL games, 140-plus NHL games, and as of recently, back in 2019, has retired from the game. And since retiring, he spent the last two seasons as the goalie coach for the NCAA Division I Arizona State University's hockey team. He's uh, had an incredibly successful career, and I couldn't be happier to welcome him to the show today to chat some goaltending development. Eddie, how you doing, buddy? Thanks for coming on the show, man.
0: What an intro. Thank you for having me.
1: <laughs> no, my pleasure, man. Uh, uh, you know, great to have you on. I was I was super jazzed up when you said that you'd be willing to come on. Uh, you know, always love just having guys, uh, such as yourself with, uh, you know, so much experience and, and such an incredibly strong resume that I know everyone will want to hear from. I actually, I actually didn't realize that you were in the goal to, you were the goalie coach for the Arizona state, uh, team there looking through your bio, but how did that job come about for you?
0: Yeah. So basically what we do down here in Arizona, we play a lot of golf, right? So <laughs> I I played golf with first, the, uh, Equipment guy john lofner Lo- t- down yeah. here and then I get to meet the uh, greg Powers through him and 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 yeah we uh, started ta- talking about uh, bringing me in and just some kind of capacity and, and 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 yeah i mean it's 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 uh, working out great for me so, so far i think
1: yeah you, you enjoying your time down there how have things been with the team so far?
0: great great i i think that uh uh, the volunteer position everything that i have right now it's just kind of perfect for me to juggle with the real estate stuff and everything too so it's it it's uh, been tough this year because the team is on the road for 28 uh, road games right which is which is A
1: significant amount,
0: which is the entire amount. We're gonna have zero home 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 games this year. So yeah, uh, they're on a two month road trip right now. They have two 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 more weeks. So that that's been like the most uh, uh, challenging part for me to kind of try to help from a distance, right?
1: Yeah. So you just like having kind of like Facetime calls or Zoom calls with your goalies to chat with them.
0: Yeah, exactly, and just go over some vi- vi- video together, but mo- mostly just just like talking to them and just seeing how they are mentally and everything thing, yeah, like that, and just vent. So yeah, it's 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 uh, uh, weird, but we do what we can to get the see, see, see season underway, right? Yeah.
1: That's crazy, man. I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know that they kind of started. Is that all colleges already started now?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. So there's different uh, conferences and everything. And I'm probably yeah. like the last guy that you should ask, cause I have no like clue about <laughs> all all like the teams and all the different.
1: Yeah, orientations all off, there. right?
0: But the, we joined uh, the Big Ten. It's called right. So we, yeah. We joined them now for for uh, this season, and their uh, their uh, demand on us for us to be able to join them was that we're gonna come to them and we're gonna play all games on the road, right? Which which, yeah. which like we're just happy that we can play games and just like develop sure. the guys and everything. So yeah, we'll take what we can get.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm glad that. Uh... Things are getting underway. Obviously, everybody's got to kind of uh, roll with the punches. COVID's. Uh, I mean, you've been playing for a, a long time. This is probably the weirdest year in hockey in your career, right?
0: Yeah, and like honestly, I'm 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 like happy that I don't play pro hockey right now. It's, just,
1: <laughs> it's a mess, it's just, man. It's I know,
0: like so so weird uh, with everything and like the bubble and uh, yeah. I mean, like now when the season is gonna start now in january from what i'm hearing it's like so weird that it's not going to be any fans or anything so yeah Yeah. it's 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 a a super weird situation for everyone
1: yeah well i'm glad you're doing well and and enjoying your time down there i wish you you uh, and your guys the best of luck and um, you know hopefully there's no more closures going forward, I guess, but I kind of want to jump right in. I know you're a bit tight on time. We've got a lot to go over. Yeah. Uh, but maybe you can just briefly start off, share share a brief bit of your story and your background and, and how, to, how we sort of got to where we are today.
0: Yeah. So I started playing hockey when Sweden won the Olympics in 94 with uh, P- P- Peter Forsberg, made that move on uh Corey Hirsch and then uh Tommy Sala was the goalie and he did like a spectacular like two pad stack with the leg up in the air to get to the goal <laughs> right so yeah that's kind of when I started uh, and I told my 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 dad that I'm like all right I want to try this hockey thing now so mm-hmm. I uh, he somehow got me in uh one year early which like showed because i was by 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 far like the worst skater because everyone else had gone through like the skating school and everything and yeah right i I, uh, started playing goalie about a year in and i'm just like i i think think i liked it because because it was a way for me to just Fit in with everyone else because I was such a bad skater. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I played throughout like the leagues in Sweden and like the junior yeah. leagues, and I played uh, started playing pro in Sweden when I was seventeen, and then I yeah. uh, came o- over here when I was uh, twenty one and went uh, three years in the minor leagues as I played for Manitoba Moose the first year and then to well one and a half year for Chicago Wolves uh before before they call up to uh, Vancouver.
1: Mhm. Yeah. And maybe we can kind of start off, you know, I guess uh when you are playing minor hockey in Sweden, um you know, what do you think are some of the main differences I guess in the way they they develop goalies here versus uh versus over there overseas?
0: Uh I just think that like the goaltending position has just like developed so much, oh, oh overall like here, but also back 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 home. Like mm-hmm. I didn't really have a goalie coach until I was, I think, like uh, twelve, maybe. Like uh, the only real goalie coach that I had was when I went on like. Uh, the summer camps like the one or two weeks in the summer right but 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 other than that my dad was my goalie coach just up until i was uh, 15 or 16 i think and then i'm like hey dad like i'm not really listening to you right now and i think i know more than you so (laughs) maybe maybe it's like time that i get a real goalie coach now yeah okay (laughs) no like i i think think that just uh, uh, the goaltending position in general has just like developed so much and like the guys are on the ice like when they're so young like so much right so yeah uh, i i uh, uh, still think 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 that sweden is like a little bit more block compared to right. o- over here like uh, but 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 yeah i mean the styles are still pretty similar now. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I guess looking at you know some of your awards you won, uh, O five season and the O six season, you had the the top goaltending stats in your league, and you're awarded the the goalie of the year award. Um, obviously a, a little bit far back, fifteen years ago. But looking back, uh, what do you think contributed so much to your success those seasons back then?
0: I'd, I I just. Just think that I've never been like the most talented guy on my team, but I think uh, I've always been like number like three or four on my team. So I feel like yeah. I I always had to like work extremely hard to like get to that next level all the yeah. time, right? And 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 like uh, now looking back and everything, I'm like. Uh, growing up i'm happy that i wasn't the best guy and like i had to work for it all the time right
1: right made you play with like a a chip on your shoulder almost right
0: yeah yeah and like uh, i was kind of never the guy that like the scouts and everyone talked about but somehow i always kind of just just like glided along to like the next level. Right. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. What was your kind of, what was your mindset then? I guess that, right. Cause I'm sure there's a lot of kids out there that are, you know, they kind of relate to that, right. Where they are maybe not the most highly touted goalie and in, in their age group or in their league or whatever it is. And uh, you know, you had a, a successful career in the NHL. So what was sort of your mindset to, to get through all that and to overcome those challenges at the time?
0: I always just like took one day at a time and I ne- never took, took anything for granted whatever right like yeah. i i i uh, think what got me to the nhl was that like i was always the guy that had the most fun yeah once i once i like came on the ice and i put my pads and my skates on and everything and 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 i think that you're that when you're just like extremely passionate about something that like you just work so much harder on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, uh, you know, looking at your resume, right, you started playing pro, like you said, uh, 17 years old, which is crazy young, but obviously I know it's, it's a little bit different in Europe, uh, but maybe you can just kind of detail your experience playing pro so young um, and how you think you, that eventually contributed to all the success you've had throughout your career.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, looking back at it now, it's just like weird that I move, that I like, got a place by, by 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 myself when I was seventeen, and I and I moved. <laughs> You're living the dream away from home, and I just like started cooking and groceries and yeah. everything like that, and paying bills by myself. Like, I. Remember my first contract that I signed uh, in the Swedish second division? There, it was like uh, four hundred bucks a month, I think, and like right. two hundred went to like taxes, and then it's like <laughs> my my mom chipped in a hundred, and my dad chipped in a hundred, and like somehow I I like felt. That I live like a king, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but but no, like just coming up there and and playing with like men was like so beneficial for me, and and yeah, and like just just from like a growing up standpoint too, and just just ju- just like uh, being around grown ups, like that really helped ha- helped me. I think.
1: Yeah, well. The reason I ask is because, you know, obviously you're um, very experienced in North America here now, but obviously guys go pro much later here, typically, unless you're, you know, even major junior guys are going pro. I mean, goalies typically later, right? Yeah. Um, But maybe you can just lay out what you think, like, sort of the pros and the cons are going pro earlier. Uh, Because I know in the U.S. there's just a lot of kids on the fence that... They're like, why wouldn't I just go start my pro journey earlier? That's what they're saying. So I'm just curious what your take is on that. You know, if you could go back and change it, would you do it the same? Or like, do you think going pro earlier is better? Or uh, what do you think about that?
0: I just think that uh, when you are ready for it, that step is going to come naturally. Like, I, I do feel like it's like, it's like so much different in like Sweden because you don't have to choose about going pro or playing, playing junior, right, like college right. ju, junior because like when you're good enough in the juniors, you just get called up to like the pro team. Right. So like mm. you don't have, have have to like pick and choose like you are here, but yeah, generally, we kind of have the same co- co- conversation about goaltending uh, when you are playing in like the pro leagues in Sweden. Like, when should you co- come over here, and like, when should 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 you kind of take like the step and like try to yeah. in the the NHL and the AHL? And like, I I always say that each situation is different like you always have have to kind of look at like maturity of like the player and like the per, per, per person right and mm-hmm. uh, goalies seem ju- just to be ready a little bit later than players do
1: yeah yeah it's it's sort of uh you're saying from a, even a, from just a, from a development side like you know when you're kind of ready to make that jump wherever you're at you'll know like cuz you'll be dominating kind of where you're at right
0: yeah, exactly. And like I mean there's there's guys that are uh staying in Sweden like an extra year before they come over even though yeah. they already dominated but 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 uh, uh in my position I didn't really do- dominate before I ca- came over but I felt mm-hmm. that as a goalie I was going to play Two or three years, may 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 maybe four years in like the minor leagues b- before I got a chance at the NHL. Anyway, yeah. so, so so like, why not start start that club? Right mm. right right. So you, right you, so you kind of
1: knew when you were making that transition, you're like you kind of spread it out a bit in your mind. You're like, hey, I got a few years to kind of pick it up.
0: Yeah yeah, and like. Uh, when you look at Swedish goalies that are com- com- coming over, like the only guy that came over here and took a spot right away without playing in the NHL was Henry Lundqvist, right? Like, yeah. yeah, everyone else just had to spend like a few years developing in like the minor leagues and like getting used to like the smaller rink and everything. So, so, so like Mm. my, my mindset was always like, why not start that right away instead of waiting? Like now when I actually got the opportunity.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I guess looking at your, you know, your transition here to Canada to play for the Mooseheads in the AHL, um, what were sort of the biggest uh, differences, I guess, in the style of hockey that surprised you when you got over here compared to Europe?
0: I just think that the style over here suited me a lot better than Europe too. Like, nice. uh, Europe, there, there's like not as many grade A chances and everything. Like the, the, yeah. uh, there's a little bit more emphasis on defense there. I feel like in like. The- <laughs> Pro, pro and everything. Well, in the
1: minors here, you just you get yeah. shot like you get like 10, 12 scoring chances again yeah. in the
0: minors here. <laughs> so, 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 so like you don't get an ass many shots, but like the shots you get are ca- kind of just like more grade A and way, way more space and everything yeah. like that. And, and, and I just think that the style here with like more, more shots and, uh, tighter ice surface and everything like that. Like that kind of suited me better as a big guy, I think.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, and then transitioning to the, to the American league level, what was sort of the hardest part about making that, that transition, like in terms of the quality of hockey and um, what was expected of you every night?
0: The hardest part was just like the 82 game schedule instead of, like the 50 game schedule that i was used to from back home and and right and and, uh, uh, just like learning what you gotta do to take care of your body like Mm. recovery and like the ice bath and like new nutrition and everything like i remember my my first ahl game i had like like quiznos sandwiches for for like lunch and like yeah. like now thinking back at it and it's just like i'm 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 like nuts for do, doing that right like, <laughs> i'm like the pasta and like the chicken and like everything that gives you energy right and i'm just like go 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 going there for a sub instead so no it, it's it's uh, uh the first year was a learning curve that's for sure
1: yeah so what were some of the biggest i guess maybe you can go into just a little bit of detail of uh maybe a few big switches you made to like diet or recovery or, or any of that stuff that you think just uh kind of contributed to your your success that year
0: yeah i mean i don't really think that i that i that i tried eating salad before i came, came came over here it was just like <laughs> like i i i was kind of like the meat and potato guy and i like yeah. sauces like we love sauces in swe- sweden and and yeah. and, and uh, just ju- just like learning what actually fuels the body and like uh, uh recovery and 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 like work working out and everything like that like what I know now about uh, my hips and 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 like just uh, uh, working out and recovery in general like yeah I wish that I knew this when I was like 14 15 and I yeah
1: you think you would have been doing it that young
0: yeah like I think that if I knew what I know now that I'd probably be playing another like five or six years more. Right. Right. Yeah. But I mean, you live and you learn.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure, man. Well, looking back at, at that rookie, uh, your rookie season, you were, you were named to the all rookie team as well. Um, But I guess for goalies looking to make that transition to pro hockey, talk about what you know now that you wish you knew then you know what's what's probably the most important thing that you think you've learned now that you you know um you wish you would have implemented back then, obviously you had a really good first year, but for goalies looking to transi- transition a pro much more smoothly, what's something that what's a skill they can work on or what's something that they should be doing to be prepared for um you know those challenges when they get there
0: so when I see with goalies now and and like I didn't start playing butterfly until until I was like twelve or thirteen, I think so like mm-hmm goalies now they 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 like start playing the butterfly style right away and like i i eh, i'm generally scared for guys like how their bodies will react when they get older and like i i i still don't think that we've seen like eh, the full scale of like how the goaltending position is, is like yeah actually like how much it affects the body right your like hips and your knee and everything thing like that so uh, that's like stuff that i wish that i started earlier with more stretching and like the hip cars and yeah uh, grow, grow, grow growing up like we were still in kind of the mindset, the heavier you lift, the stronger you are. But, right. but, but like now, the way that strength training is going, it's like I can work out as much with just my body weight instead of doing like squats with 400 pounds on the back. Yeah. Right. Like, and, it's and more functional, right. And it's way more functional and it's way more beneficial for you in like the long run instead of just like abusing your body. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, well, after a few years, uh, obviously doing really well in the American league, you know, you finally had your NHL debut back in 2013. Um, you ended up playing 41 games that year, which is awesome. Uh, but I guess looking back when you finally made that jump to the NHL, what was sort of the hardest part about transitioning to the, to the, to the show for you?
0: Uh, I, I just think that, the hardest part was just like dealing with like the pressure of having to perform night in mm. and night, night out. And like, I, I, uh, I usually, uh, thrive with the pressure that I get from, from, from myself. Right. And I like, yeah. like, like that, that's pressure, but, uh, just like, with the way that social media and everything is going, it's just, uh, I think that that was like the hardest part for, for like me to like realize that I can't please everyone. And, and, and and, uh, uh, the most important person to please is myself. And like Mm. that, that, that took a few years for me to realize but 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 yeah that was like like a big le- lesson learned that when guys uh, uh, write to you on like twitter that you you <laughs> suck and you had a like, like terrible game and everything like that and like i'm that kind of person that just wants to please everyone and yeah uh, that was really hard for me in the beginning just to like realize that you can't please everyone right
1: yeah. Well, I guess, uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot of kids out there, even at, um, game time anxiety. I mean, I know at the NHL level, you know, uh, obviously your, your job's on the line almost on a nightly basis, right? That's kind of that anxiety that, that creeps up on you all the time. Just that the rate of play you need, the quality of play you need, how consistent you need to be for, for so long. So how'd you kind of learn to, to manage that stress? Like, what did you do? What did you tell yourself like in your, in your head? Um, because even all the way down to the minor, the junior level, I'm sure guys are feeling that pressure. So how do you manage
0: that? Yeah, like for for me, it was mostly just like uh, looking from like a day-to-day thing. And like I like right. uh, try not to think too, too far ahead. Like yeah. uh, during games, I always had – had, had had like small tricks to get myself back to like now because once your mind started wandering you start thinking about like the next game while you're in a game or like right like the future like a month from now like that's when you kind of just uh, lose track on what's what's in front of you right now and what's important now so my 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 tricks to kind of get me back into now what what was uh, uh, just like looking at my glove and I say out loud to to myself like what color my glove is like what does Mm. my glove feel like like uh, looking at the crossbar behind me like what color is it like feeling my Mm. neck and stuff and and like Uh, that stuff just like brought me mentally back to like now yeah the moment uh, yeah exactly
1: who did somebody like teach you that or did you develop that on your own that's pretty cool
0: yeah so i got so i had a few mental coaches uh, throughout my career with like the different teams and stuff that i play with so like uh they all kind of just like added one or two things that i could use myself right
1: (laughs) yeah yeah that's cool man no we uh we talk about that a lot that's that's the golden nuggets that uh everybody loves on the show the 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 hacks that that you've used throughout your career um maybe you can just detail to us though uh you know you had a long career in the nhl why it's so hard to to break into the nhl not just break in but stick around like what does it really take you know, to play at that NHL level and and have success there for a long time like you did?
0: I just think that, like, consistency is is everything when you come up to, to, like, that level. Like, even when I look at my goalies with ASU and everything now, like, those guys could play in the NHL for, like, a game or two right now, right? Like, like they have the skill set for it, but it's just about putting it t- together consistently. And like, uh, I think that the biggest key is just like learning from like your past mistakes and, mm. and, and, and and like never doing twice. Right. Like, yeah. Well, like, you
1: try not to at least, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that's what I think is like the difference between like college or, ahl and the nhl like there's just so few mistakes out there and 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 uh, uh, that's just like part of growing up at times like yeah you're you're you are gonna have to go through some of these mistakes and 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 like learn from them but i do think that the guys that make it to the absolute top level are the guys that actually learn from it and 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 like uh, look at your mistakes and what what can I do to not do this again.
1: Yeah, I, and I, I love that you kind of touched on that because I feel like there's this uh, there's this like culture, this like lose lose often culture, lose offense. It's, it's like yeah, you do wanna you do wanna not be afraid of failing, but at the same time you wanna be critical about your failure in terms of dissecting it and breaking it down and figuring out what went wrong and what variable you're going to change and being proactive about changing that i guess right
0: yeah yeah and like uh some 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 sometimes it's just very important to just take a step back and and like be honest with yourself where your game is at like Mm. uh, a lot of goalies I feel like are uh, blaming it on like the demon or yeah. like this guy could have done it d- differently, right? When it's just like I don't really care what the guys in front front of you did, like like I only care what you could have done better, right? Right, and 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 and, and uh, uh, that's one of the biggest thing. I think too. It's just like take accountability of, of like where you are and like what you can do better.
1: Yeah, and I guess, you know, I, I feel like that's such a uh uh enormous pitfall for just amateur goalies is constantly falling into that trap of of, you know, basically what we would refer to as uh focusing on things you can't control, right? Like you can't control what the coach says, you can't control uh, how your D player, how your forwards play. Right. Yeah. Um, How can goalies though, that are out there right now, listen to this, you know, how can they make that switch mentally in terms of, you know, getting over the fact that like, even though the D got burned wide or something and they got five breakaways a game, you know, yeah. where's that mindset shift? Uh, where should that take place? Like what should they be saying to themselves in their head to, to experience success and overcome that?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like you're saying, like it has to start with within, and like you have to put up rules for yourself me- mentally. And it's like, yeah, this is where I, I, this is where I will allow myself to go, but I won't allow my myself to go there, right? And 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 and, I think that when it comes to stuff like this, like the best thing is probably. To write, write, write your thoughts down, and like write your mm. goals down, and like write everything down that you're thinking about. Because like it, once you put it on paper, and it becomes a little bit more concrete for you, like like that's when you're gonna have to kind of figure out your 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 yourself what's important yeah. and what's not important,
1: right. Yeah. And I, I liked how you earlier, you kind of touched on this, uh, the common underlying theme really of, of guys that have a, a successful NHL career is really that consistency, right? So for you, how did you, uh, you know, how did you eventually achieve that consistency? Like what were the main components of you finding that sort of recipe every night? And then even for your goalies, at, uh, you know, uh, ASU, for example, um, you know, what do you do with them to help them kind of find their, their bubble, their consistency as well?
0: Yeah, so for for me, I always think that my consistency started with my practice habits. Like, like I always wanted to be the hardest working guy out there, and yeah, and and and, and uh, especially when I came to Vancouver and I started working with Ro- Roly Melanson, and like he was, uh, he thought the game similar to me, and and and. Uh, we always said the harder you work in practice, the the easier the game is going to get, right? So so like we worked hard in practice and like even on morning skates and everything like that, like we worked hard, but the games felt a lot easier because I always felt that I saw saw the puck and I always felt that I was in great, great shape. And uh, that's something that I still try to like, Take with me now when i'm te- teaching, like yeah. you work really hard, like the yeah. guys hate me at times, but like <laughs> the more we work in practice, the more games we're gonna win in like the yeah. long run right so so yeah. and the happier you're you're gonna be with me, and hopefully you're gonna sign a pro 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 deal right so yeah uh, i i uh don't mind get getting a little gritty and like down with the guys and like pushing them and right and like really make ma- making sure that we're not leaving anything on the table
1: yeah you're kind of it's it's almost i on i have the same exact approach you know, I, I, I don't really believe in sort of, obviously there's some things in practice where you want to be routine just to work yeah. on some of the fundamentals. Yeah. Um, but you really want to challenge yourself in practice because, you know, when you get to a championship game or something like that, and if you haven't challenged yourself in practice, it feels pretty unfamiliar when you get there. Right.
0: No, exactly. And like, uh, I always tried to like, compete in practice like yeah right like like always find drills where you challenge yourself and like yeah uh, even if you don't uh compete with like the goalie across from you like compete with like the player that's coming down with you and like yeah find drills where it's like you're always keeping a score, right? Because that's when you're engaged and like, like always play, play for something. Right.
1: Yeah. No, I love that. Um, there are some guys that, you know, I, I mean, goaltending is so, I, I, the spectrum is so wide, I guess, of, of opinions. But for me personally, that was something that I I took pride into and I had fun with it, right? You have fun with competing. Nobody has fun when you're kind of just being lazy and, you know, whoever had fun making stick saves, I guess, right? You know, the fun yeah. saves are when you're, like, you're battling and you're making saves you shouldn't, right?
0: Exactly. And, like, that's what get the juices flowing, and that's when, yeah. like, the players <laughs> get frustrated and everything. Like, oh, oh yeah, we love that.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, since you retired and, and you know, uh, a successful career you've had, congrats on everything, man. Um, But looking back, what's sort of the most important thing, I guess, you learned along your journey? Uh, you know, to the NHL and playing in the NHL that allowed you to grow so much to, you know, be one of the best goaltenders in the world? Like, what's your biggest takeaway from playing in the NHL? Whew.
0: uh my biggest takeaway. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I'm just so thankful for, like, the journey that I did and, like, the people yeah. that I met along the way. And, like, I, 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 I think about that a lot with, like, not taking anything – for granted and like actually being like thankful and having gra- gratitude, right? So yeah, uh, I I uh, think that's like the biggest take takeaways, like the relationships that I made along the way, like those. Mm-hmm. It, made it all worth it and, and yeah and, and, i
1: i uh i have a line that i always say that uh hockey's not about the destination it's about the journey what do you think about that
0: i love it i love it and like i always <laughs> think th- think about that a lot too because it's like i it played good 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 enough hockey ba- back in sweden to like be able to play over here and and yeah and like if i haven't done that I like wouldn't have met all like the friends that I have now and like my wife and everything like that so yeah I'm like uh, super grateful for like uh, the journey that I took I I just wish that it would have lasted a little bit longer
1: (laughs) yeah I know don't uh, everybody you know we always everybody wants to get to that next level and, and keep pushing it. Right. Cause it's yeah. just uh, so much fun to compete. Right. That's really what you love. I exactly. mean, I can just tell by your personality. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, I, I uh, with hockey, man, you know, everybody listening, you, you never really know when it's going to end, I guess. Right. Like you got, I got guys that had career ending injury. I mean, you've seen it too. Career ending injuries, junior college pro Um. you know, and, and if you're kind of, if you're so focused on that, the destination, uh, it, it, it's over in a flash and and you, you look back with regrets that you wish you didn't enjoy the ride along the way and, and all the people and the places and, you know, wherever you were fortunate to play. Um, because I, I just, there's so many moving parts with hockey, right? You never really know where the chips are going to fall. And that's kind of the beauty of it all is like, I'm sure that there were plenty of days where like, you know, you woke up one day you got a call and all of a sudden you're on a plane going somewhere else and like you never could have predicted that right and you just kind of go with it
0: yeah yeah and like uh, it's kind of just like what you said too it's like the journey there that's like fun like uh, i always say say that uh to my goalies here 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 too because uh, we have like the cattle back mountain and stuff to that we race during the sum summers here and everything yeah. and i'm ju- just like i like being on the top but i like the way up there like 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 a lot better right <laughs> And 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 i think that like to make it to the highest level at some point you just have to kind of embrace that grind and like yeah like 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 feel comfortable within the uncomfortable if you know what i'm saying
1: yeah well uh like like 400 bucks a month in sweden at 17 years old right
0: (laughs) yeah exactly
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh you know and i mentioned earlier that you're the goalie coach for for arizona now right and we talked a bit about it um, and have been for a couple of years, but where where do kids typically struggle the most? I guess when when they're trying to transition to the, to college hockey, Division One level. Uh,
0: well, here in Arizona, the biggest struggle I think is just like being in like such a huge college town, right? And and mm. and 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 uh, the biggest thing for our players, I feel like it's just like picking their spots when they can have fun and like when it's down actually working. Right. So, so uh, we're like fortunate to have like a really good leadership group and like the coaches and everything are great. So, so uh, we, we try to give the guys a little bit of fun when it's time to have fun, but mostly we're just, trying to work hard
1: yeah so for your goalies you got like uh what's sort of your tandem right now you got like a freshman uh seniors like what's what's uh what year are they
0: yeah so we got one ju- junior which is evan the brower so uh he played uh last year and was also started la- la- last year uh, and then we got uh, Cole Brady, who's a New Jersey dra- 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 draft 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 pick, wow. which is pretty funny since that was my last team that I played for too. Right? <laughs> uh, we 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 got them, and then we got Justin Robbins also, which is a he's a salt so- 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 sophomore. So. Uh, I really feel that we got three really good goalies right now. And, 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 uh, I think, think, think that, uh, all three of them just have like a chance to make it to like the next level.
1: So what do you think kind of separates, I guess, all three of them from, uh, you know, you say they're all great goalies and that they're all ready for that next level. So what do you think for each of those guys, what separates each of them from everybody else?
0: So I think that D Brow's b- biggest strength is just like his patience and his park 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 tracking and yeah. uh ju-, ju just like uh the way that he lets his game co- come to him. Like like mm. like like I really like that about him. Uh I explain that a
1: little bit more. Let the game come to you.
0: So uh I I think that the difference between him and let's say Cole, that's like this is his first year, he's coming in and he's got like the uh the body and like the ability and everything, but he's just like uh Still a little bit rough in the edges and when it comes to like the puck tracking and everything and and mm. and, and like staying on his feet a little bit so uh, the the difference between them is like more uh what you learn with playing two years in college in in in, right. in instead of it being your first year and like uh we're working a lot with all three of them right now just about uh, taking your eyes when, when when you can but 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 most importantly it's like holding your eyes and and like mm. it, it it's it's really tough when you have a forward coming down in full speed against you right yeah to like be patient and let them do the first move right but but mm. uh that's what's se- 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 separates like the really good ones i think because like they're staying on their feet they're holding their 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 ground and then they're just tracking down uh on the release instead of more being a guessing game you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah and I and, and do you think that's you know the skill of p- having patience, staying on your feet as long as possible, not dropping, uh, uh, waiting as long as you can to drop? Do you think that's a really important skill to be developing before you get to
0: college? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, there's there's uh, uh, different levels to it too. Like, yeah, for uh, sure. I think 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 that Cole is a lot more. P- Patient when it comes to like the East West game than Evan, uh, but but uh, uh, that's kind of what I see with with Evan. Like when he's really good and he's on top of his game, like like he he's not dropping early. Like mm. he, he he's uh, almost dropping late, right? Right,
1: right, right. Really oh, waiting for oh, that release before going down, right?
0: exactly so so yeah like uh, that's really what i think separates like the really good ones in the nhl too when you look at like the carry prices and stuff like like he is so patient when it comes to that stuff
1: so how how exactly and, and i don't know if you work on this with them or if you worked on it yourself um but how do you how can people at home kind of work on that, to be a little more patient on their feet, to stay on their feet a little bit longer? What's something that they can do to build that skill up a little bit more?
0: So there's a t- ton of drills that we do, but uh, the most stuff uh, to like really cha- challenge yourself is the uh, behind-the-net play out to a, a guy on the face of thought. And like then mm-hmm. that guy it's going to have an option with either coming in with speed and, and shooting or passing to a guy on the back door. Right. So Mm.
1: it's some type of variability, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And like, there's always so, so many reads that you can do throughout the game. So uh, just, just uh, uh, there's times that we're just working like super bait, basic like shots from one position right but uh, there are times too when we are working with like a ton of different reads and stuff because like reads are what you're going to get in the game right
1: yeah yeah uh and and finally i guess i want to dive a bit into your personal routines that you know you've developed throughout your career A little bit on and off the ice, but we'll start with playing in sort of big games and and playing when the stakes are really high and there's pressure. And we kind of touched on it earlier. Um, But what's sort of like your mental routine during a game to help you avoid, uh, you know, you talked about the glove, you know, you look at the glove, the crossbar, and you kind of explain those things to kind of bring you back into the moment. Is there anything that you say to yourself? Is there any other anchor techniques is is what we would call them that you use? Uh,
0: Yeah, like another thing that I use is whenever i was in a game i never tried to think any negative thoughts when i'm in my crease like if there was anything that i had to uh, get out of my system or think whatever like i always skated out of my crease because like my (laughs) like that was just a a zone for positive thinking
1: (laughs) right no i like that i
0: like that a lot i
1: uh uh Love that. love that. I, there's certain, I mean, everybody's got their, their, their certain things. I I do that with, uh, like when I, when I let in a goal, it's sort of like I drink in the water and then I spit it out and I'm like, I, it's like out with the bad, right. It's kind of like an external angle. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and like, uh, you're just going to have to kind of find out what works for you. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, now, what exactly is sort of your routine after you get scored on and like, what do you do mentally and physically to sort of accept, uh, figure out what you did wrong and then move on and turn the page?
0: Yeah. So, uh, my thought process was basically just like, uh, when I analyze the goal, I'm skating out of my crease because I don't want to think, think about what just happened inside of my crease. Right. So I, Right. Right. S- skated out and i looked at like the jumbotron or whatever and i can't can't kind of just do like a quick uh quick recess of what happened and like what what i could have done better but then it's kind of just like back to uh now and like bring my focus back to like now again and yeah and, and like the next shot instead so of,
1: how do you do that is it something you say to yourself
0: uh no that 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 was more just like back to like the the glove or like a water am I right, okay,, yeah, so
1: yeah, 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 and then during the week, I guess on and off the ice, you know what are maybe like two of your biggest you know hacks is what we would call them that you do that sort of like gave you an edge, you know it, you, you knew when you did this that your tracking would be better, you knew when you did this exercise, your legs would feel better, do you have anything like that to share with everybody
0: so I have like uh a, a drill that we did with rolly like 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 yeah. every morning skate so uh, the drill is there's a coach standing by the side of the net and okay. and uh, you're in reverse hv and there's like three or four guys in front of the net and the guy on the side of that is like just try, try trying to back bank passes off of your pad uh, to create rebounds for like the other guys in front right right? and 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 and, uh, that was just like a super fun compete drill that i really like and i really like it as a coach now 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 too so uh, that that's like uh something that just gets like the competitive juices flowing yeah in 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 the morning skate
1: why do you think that's so important to work on that what we we would call that like a battle or compete level why do you think that compete level is so important because you know you you see in today's game it's so technically driven right everybody's kind of more and more robotic but it's 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 to gain some efficiency but you're you're seeing some of that athleticism, some of that battle, some of that compete level kind of evaporate a little bit. Maybe you can touch on, you know, cause you've, you've spoken about it a few times of, you know, you love that compete. You love working on that. Why do you think that's so important?
0: I just think that when you look at the best goalies in the NHL right now, like they all have that compete and they, do, they, they, they like make them possible look possible. Right. And, yeah. and, and, uh that's something funny too because like when i look at all 60 goalies in the nhl right now like i don't think there's two goalies that look the same like For they sure. all look differently and, and 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 like when i look a lot on ju- junior or college or like back home in sweden a lot of the goalies coming up look the same so right. uh, my advice would be to just find your own game and like find what's working mm-hmm. for you because not everyone is going to look the same and like the nhl is just a proof of it like 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 there's not two two goalies that have this exact same style yeah in the right. NHL, which is pretty funny yeah
1: You got to sort of develop your own identity and then, and then double
0: down on those things. Right. Exactly. And, and, and like just find out what works for you.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe you can just touch briefly. Like, where do you think, uh, what are two things in your game that were sort of like a part of your identity that you knew that you needed to stick to, to, to to be you, to be Eddie lack all the
0: time. So, the biggest thing that I learned when I came over here was Rolly really wanted me back in the net, like, and Mm. stay in my crease. He always said every single day, he's like, it's the most expensive real estate in Vancouver. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so, so, so like, I, I, I know that since I wasn't the most technical or like best skating goalie out there, like, uh, when I was back in my crease, the game kind of slowed down for me and like, mm. I let the game come, come to me instead. Right. So mm. uh, that, 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 that was probably like the biggest thing that I learned that worked for, for, for me.
1: Yeah. And I guess, uh, You know, um, we talk about this a lot on the show of like finding your own identity, finding what works for you, going out there and being willing to fail to find that, you know, what does sort of that process look like of like trying things, figuring out if it's if it's what if it's good for you, if you should do it again. Like, how does that process go in your head of trial and error of like, I'm testing a I'm testing RVH, automatic RVH versus reactive RVH. Like, how do how do you go about kind of molding your identity, I guess?
0: I just think for like all the young goalies that are playing out there right right now, like they're so focused on results right, right now. Right. right. And, and like, to some degree you should be, but uh, when I look back and when I was 13, 14, 15, 16, like, like uh, you, when you are that, that, that age, you think it's life or death. What I do on this Tuesday night in a cold, cold rink with five people walking. (laughs) Right. But like, uh, just, 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 just like try harder to develop your own identity Mm. at that age instead of just thinking about the results.
1: Mm. I love that. I love that line, man. love that. Um, (laughs) finally I'm just kind of curious you know what sort of the biggest adversity you ever faced in your career and, and how did you overcome it
0: uh, the hardest one was my first hip, hip surgery because I I never played in the NHL before that and I was just like did, didn't know how how I was going to react or if I was going to come back or not and uh, that was uh, the hardest part that I came over and, 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 uh, I, I, uh, just did, didn't know how, how my body was going to react or how my hip was going to react. Right. So yeah. uh, that, that, that was hard, but I just stuck with it. And, and, and when you go through so- something like that, I think the most important thing it is it, like to think week to week or month to month how you feel not day to day because you are going to be sore at times and you are going to like go go through r- rough p- p- patches right and take two steps off yeah. down. But, so, yeah. so
1: how, how did you sort of i mean we all go through rough patches i guess but for you how do you deal with rough patches uh like when you're slumping do you have some type of routine or like what we would refer to as like a system that you kind of do to help you get over that slump
0: I let myself feel bad uh, for one night, and then when I wake up the next morning, I uh, I have to reset and like be positive. Yeah. Uh,
1: Eddie, you have any last words of advice for everyone listening? You feel passionate about sharing.
0: Uh, I think that. Uh, Last words would be if there's any good goalies out there that want to play for ASU, give me a ring. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna be the goalie coach there for another 20 years. So so so, 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 so yeah. If you're if you're uh the right age because there's a ton of rules with with recruiting and stuff so i don't want to say too much but 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 yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> well i'm sure i'm sure you're gonna get a lot of emails uh eddie thank you so much for for coming on the show buddy i uh, can't tell you how grateful i am always love bringing nhl caliber goalies on just to, to chat about what it really you know not just what it takes to get to the pro level and have success but what it really takes to play in the nhl so um can you just uh, let people know where they can get in touch with you online
0: uh, so you can either find me on at Eddie lack 31 on Instagram, Eddie lack Twitter, uh, or, uh, you can, uh, email my work email at Eddie at Kenneth James Realty
1: Right on. Well, go check out Eddie lack. Everything will be available in the show notes. And he's had an incredibly long, successful career in the NHL and playing at the highest levels of hockey's whole career, um, uh, including representing his country, Sweden, over half a dozen occasions, uh, what a career, man. Maybe somewhere down the show, or maybe somewhere down the road, we we'll have you back on the show, man. If that's something that interests you,
0: i love it. Thank you so much for having me.
1: All right, man. I'm grateful for you coming on. Good luck as the season gets underway. Uh, take care, stay safe, and we'll chat soon, man. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for tuning to this week's episode, guys. If you like what you heard today, make sure to hit that subscribe button as we have tons of amazing guests lined up ready to come on to the show. In the next few months, and make sure to tune in next week and every Tuesday from now on at 8 a.m. As next week, I have a an old friend of mine who's the vice president of one of the fastest growing player agencies in North America, Adrian Soon from Import Sports Management, and uh, and, and in this conversation, we dive deep into recruiting tactics at every level from minor hockey all the way to pro. How goalies can stand out to get more exposure. What truly separates elite goalies from amateurs at every level. And we finally dive deep into COVID how it's going to affect, you know, the, the goaltending landscape and what you should be doing to overcome the challenges of COVID as we fire off the new year. And uh, Adrian's a great guy. You know, like I said, known him for a long time. Very knowledgeable when it comes to the recruiting side of the game. And I uh, couldn't be happier to have him on. I know you guys are going to love it. I know everybody always loves chatting about recruitment stuff and obviously we're, we're going into the new year and the recruiting season is not far away. So make sure to tune back next week to get all the details. Without further ado, here are the giveaway details for our monthly giveaway we do for the Goalie Hacks podcast. And just as a note here, if you enter into this giveaway, even if you don't win, uh, we select four winners a month and, and that includes books, uh, different products, training products, uh, Neurotracker subscriptions. We give away all sorts of things. We pick four people a month. And even if you don't win uh, one month, you're always entered into uh, the, the future the future giveaway. So to enter the giveaway, if you're an Apple user, simply go to the Apple Podcast app on your phone and leave us a written review and rating. And if you're an Android user, you can also download iTunes onto your computer and, And leave a review and rating on there as well. And once you leave a review of the podcast, just take a screenshot of it and either email it to goaliehacks at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram with your screenshot and your full name. Get excited, guys. Great things ahead. I hope you guys enjoyed today's show, and I'll see you next week.